Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday the 29th of June, rapidly coming to the end of financial year. And of course, next week we do have some interesting events coming up. We have the US market closed, of course, for Independence Day, but also we have the RBA on Tuesday. So all eyes will be on that, especially following yesterday's CPI number. But before we get into it, just remember this is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go, as always, to the scores on the doors, and we have the Dow Jones closing down 74 points, or 0.22%, 33,853 Pretty narrow trading range, only around 200-point trading range, a negative 23 to a low of 171 down. So never in positive territory for the U.S. market, at least from the Dow perspective. We had the Nasdaq up 36 points, or 0.27%, 13,592. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, pretty much unchanged, actually, down two points. 43.77 with the VIX volatility index 13.43 down 2.3%. We did have the Russell uh, 2000 small caps up 0.47% and Toronto, the stock exchange there, up 0.43 of a percent. But our SPY futures not doing an awful lot overnight, down five points, 007, a James Bond 0.07% down. We did have a pretty good day yesterday, 78 points up. 1.1% 1.1% yesterday. Resources uh, doing okay yesterday. Not exactly shooting the lights out. Banks were the highlight yesterday after that relatively benign CPI number came in. That was a monthly number, though. Don't forget, this is a new thing that the ABS has brought in, uh, the monthly number as opposed to the quarterly CPI, 5.8%, well below where forecasters had been expecting. So that did really... Uh, put a little bit of a um, turbocharge to our market yesterday. Looking at uh, the US market in a little more detail, some of the stocks there. We had NVIDIA uh, down 1.8%, AMD down 0.2%. Some uh, concerns there about the US and the chip ban going to China. Netflix down 0.6%, Meta up 2.4%, Amazon down 0.1%, Alphabet up 1.7%, Apple 0.6% higher, Microsoft up 0.4% of a percent there. And US banks, a little bit easier. We did get the Federal Reserve stress test yesterday, the results of that annual stress test. And unsurprisingly, everybody passed. Every child gets a prize. JP Morgan down 0.4. We had Wells Fargo down 0.7. Goldman Sachs pretty much unchanged. Morgan Stanley down 0.5. Citigroup down 0.4 of a percent. CBA uh, trading overseas uh, was down half a percent. In Europe, the European banks, UBS up 1%, Barclays up 1.4%, and Deutsche up 0.4%. Looking at uh, some of the stuff coming out of the US, uh, there has been a little bit of a um, European love-in with some of the central bank chiefs talking on the same panel at the ECB Forum in Sintra in Portugal. Central bank's got to have a holiday, after all. Uh, Jerome Powell was speaking, and he said more restrictive policy is still to come. 
as the Fed continues to fight inflation, including the likelihood of interest rate hikes at consecutive meetings. Not that that really seemed to concern the market last night anyway. Uh, the market still, though, expecting an 82% chance for a quarter point hike next month, according to the CME FedWatch tool. Um, it's 82% chance that the Federal Reserve raises rates to five and a quarter to 5.5 in four weeks. That's up from a month ago when the odds were only 52%. So that is uh, something to bear in mind. Uh, Tesla jumping more than 2% and Netflix gaining more than 3%. Apple reset record highs. It's grinding up towards a $3 trillion US valuation. It touched a record high of $189.9 US dollars during the session after initially edging higher and after hours trade. Wedbush Securities, which is a big follower of Apple, believe that their fair value could be in the $3.5 trillion range with a bull case of $4 trillion. Pretty soon, we're going to be starting to talk about real numbers, aren't we, in those sorts of figures. $4 trillion. Goldman Sachs expecting, expects a cap on global equity rallies. Uh, their analyst Peter Oppenheimer believes there is a cap on global risk assets from here as interest rates remain high at uh, levels through the rest of the year and into the middle of next year. So that is certainly of interest. Looking across to US 10 years, down 5.4 basis points, 3.71. US 2 years, 4.712, down 5 basis points. The Aussie 10 year falling to 3.849. That's a big drop, 4.1 basis points down. So interesting there after that CPI number yesterday. Bitcoin came off the boil, down 1.6%. The Aussie dollar below 66, only slightly, 65.99. We had the US dollar index up 0.4 of a percent. Looking across uh, the commodity space last night, uh, we did see a little bit of a rise in oil prices. Brent crude up 1.5%, $1.07 to 73.57. The WTI price was up 2.75%. A dollar eighty-six to sixty-nine forty-nine, and the U.S. dollar gold price nineteen oh seven down six bucks to point three two. You do get the feeling that it's going to have an eighteen hundred level in it in not too distant future. Platinum down one point five percent last night. Also in resources, uh, the metal prices on the LME eased back. Copper down one point one percent. Nickel down three point two percent. Uh, hitting that 20,000 level, very close to that. Could go through that as well. Aluminium down 0.8. Zinc down 0.9. Lead down 0.9. And ton down 0.6. Iron ore perking up, but only a smidge. Uh, that was up slightly in uh, Chinese trade yesterday. Italian iron ore futures up 0.2%. Coal up slightly. Lithium just under a little bit of pressure, down around 1% there. And uh, interestingly, uranium down half a percent, but it's not the most transparent of markets. Looking at some of the mining stocks overseas, BHP down 1.8% in ADR terms. That's American Depository Receipts. Rio down 2.3%. Glencore 1.4%. Freeport down 2.9%. Vale down 3.2%. Anglo-American down one9 We had uh, Livent, which is that uh, company merging with Arbomile down 2.2%, and we also had Arbomile 
as well, under a little bit of pressure with some of the other lithium stocks slipping uh, last night. Arbomile was down 4.4%. The one that had a big run yesterday was Sigma Lithium, which is very close. And the poster child for uh, Latin Resources, LRS, which had an 18% rise yesterday. Big rise there for them. So that is of interest. As far as other news goes, not a lot coming out from overseas. But locally, uh, also stuff happening this morning. Uh, we'll run through some of the uh, the bigger news out this morning. Medibank has announced, Medibank Public has announced it will return a further $125 million to customers due to permanent net claims savings from the COVID pandemic. Uh, we also saw NIB, I think it was the other day, uh, saying their price rises have been put off for some months. So that is some good news for people with private health insurance there. Interesting deal done this morning by Phoenix Resources or Phoenix Resources, whichever way you want to pronounce it. And I know one or two members have asked about this one in the past. It is a uh, WA Midwest West iron ore producer, a big hedging and a big dividend and a big cash pile building up. Uh, announced this morning that Mount Gibson is going to divest its Mount its Midwest assets and become a key shareholder in Phoenix Resources. Uh, the consideration to be received by Mount Gibson comprises at least $25 million in the form of $10 million in cash and $60 million ordinary Phoenix shares with a current market value of around $15 million at its VWAP of $0.25 cents over the last five days. It's also going to get $25 million five-year equity options in two tranches, exercised at $0.25 cents and a second tranche at $0.30. Cents. So that certainly solves... Uh, one of the problems that Fenex had in terms of where it was going to get its expansion from because its mine in WA does have a very limited life. Not much else out today on the corporate front. Immugene PD-1 Vax Immunotherapy US patent has been extended to 2040. A trading in Booktopia Group has been halted pending an announcement in connection with a proposed capital raising. Uh, Marley Spoon completes upsized 57 million placement valued at 17 cents per CDI. Panoramic Resources has updated the market on Savannah Nickel Project. Return to full operations expected in mid-July. EM Medical Devices has commenced stage 2 enrolment at second clinical trial site at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Uh, GrainCorp has repeated FY NPAC guidance 200 to 260. You could drive a bus through that one. Uh, the uh, market was going for around 248. Uh, repeats EBITDA guidance of 500 to 560. Uh, the market was going for 547 for the full year. So that's uh, interesting. NPAC guidance 200 to 260. And West African Resources approved uh, for a $265 million syndicated corporate loan facility for development of its gold project Kayaka. And also this morning... Uh, We have got some news out. Emerald Resources initiated overweight at Baron Joey with a target price of $2.50. Well, that's it. A bit light on. Uh, Harvey Norman, Morgan Stanley has upgraded Harvey Norman, downgrades JB Hi-Fi. Harvey Norman upgraded to an equal weight from underweight. Target remains $3.50, which is pretty much where they are. It's downgraded JB Hi-Fi to underweight from equal weight. Target cuts to $38.90 from $44.30.
So that one is of interest. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And of course, as always, may the trading gods be with you.